hello everyone welcome to another episode on bami talks so today we're going to be talking about something the lord laid on my heart yes i know that i know that we're supposed to continue with um on our relationship series and we're supposed to be talking about um godly romantic relationship but this came as a matter of urgency because it is something that is happening as now rampant in churches hmm yes you saw that topic abby you saw it yes like in fact when, when it came to me i was like ah, ah god yes that topic they insulted me i am leaving their church come back here where are you going auntie come let me tell you something come and listen hmm. so you see this thing came to me before the topic was given to me it came to me as um you know this bible passage matthew 11 uh, matthew 5 verse 11 the beauty is where it says that blessed are you when men shall revile and persecute you say all sorts because of, for my for my name's sake like because of me or because of god like i'm just trying to paraphrase it says rejoice for your reward is great in heaven that's verse 12 so it's saying blessed are you when men shall persecute you for my sake said blessed are you hmm auntie they have not persecuted you they, there are levels to this persecution no they did not they they only insulted you and maybe they just said that uh uh-uh, your own is so much it's only you in the church must you always talk must you always see you you know say ah that church they don't have the fear of god what marry with me i'm sorry for my non-speaking non-yoruba speaking um listeners they did not know me they did not know the words of me oh sorry this thing is this matter is really hot on my heart so i like i can't i, I don't even know it's so heavy on my heart that i'm not i'm not, i'm not, i know i'm not so calm right now but just take it away it's the way this one came today like they only said made those statements or somebody corrected you in church in that same church that we were told that we were expected to correct one another in love they not even corrected you in love they did not insult you you not say me a homie shade shade for a rare that i know the word of god a me. this one is talking to me that one that i uh, that i know when they gave birth to her does she know my age ah sorry ancient of days i'm sorry for you you have not seen persecution you are already talking you are saying they insulted you and so you are leaving the church you know i mentioned earlier that there are levels to this persecution apostles of them ha they went through persecution you know one very beautiful scenario the lord gave me while he was teaching me about this matthew chapter 5 verse 11 through someone was that imagine if at the end of our journeys journey on earth god now calls the saints he now says oh my children 
come and give accounts of the things that you went through on earth. I know them, but I just want you to talk about it. What did you suffer in my name? Apostle Paul comes out and he's like, Father, for your name's sake, I was I was persecuted. I lived in prison for long years. I was out in the cold. Men laughed at me. I was conned. And God says, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Enter into the rest of thy father. Stephen comes out, Lord, I was stoned to death for your name's sake. God says, enter into the joy of thy father. Well done, thy good and faithful servant. John the beloved comes, I was thrown into a cauldron of hot oil. For your name's sake, Lord. Lord says, enter into the joy of thy father. Thou good and faithful servant. You now reach your turn. Ha! Like it gets to your turn. You now say, what did you suffer for me when you were on earth? You now say, ah, Lord, I suffered. Ah! My eyes see plenty. Oju mirito. Ha! Lord, they insulted me in church. Oh, I was insulted. I was dragged. And you know, I could not hold it. I left their church because the ministry must continue. I went to another church. I started looking for it. Like, dude, it cannot collect. Oh, it cannot make. It will not work. It will not work. Like, it can never work. Because you to look at it look at the level of persecution that people that those people had given account of see testimony you now open your mouth that somebody insulted you in church and so you left the church ha may not be said about me that i do not that i do not work i do not do well ha because no you should look at it now check it no it did not make it cannot work. Such testimony is not it's not good. No. You need to work on it. And you know, you know, when the Lord was talking to me about it, the way the Lord spoke to me was that ah the lots of people in these shoes, lots of people in this particular shoe, eh? That the ones that will confidently, with boldness, quote Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2. You know Hebrews 12, verse 2 now, the popular passage. Looking out to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. But let me read message translation for you. Hmm. Says, keep your eyes on Jesus, who both began and finished this race behind. Study how he did it, because he never lost sight of where he was headed. That exhilarating finish in, and with God, he could put up with anything along the way cross, shame, whatever. And now he's there in the place of honor, right alongside 
God, when you find yourself flagging in your faith, go over the story again, item by item. That long litany of hostility he plowed through, that will shoot adrenaline into your souls. Where is your own adrenaline? Like, you say you are looking up to Jesus, but sister, in reality, brother, in reality, you are not, no, you are not looking up to him, because if you are looking up to Jesus, simple insults that they gave you, it will not enter you. Mm-mm. No. It will not enter you. Because you know that you are not doing it for anybody, you are doing it for God. And the faster you realize this, the better for you. Oh, oh God, I wish people could know the intensity of this particular message as the Lord has dropped it in my heart. The faster you know about this, the better for you. See what it says. They said, when you find yourself flagging in your face, go over that story again. Sister, brother, have you gone over the story of the cross again? Item by item. Like, no, you can read it too. Message translation, Hebrews 12, verse 2. I'm reading 12 down to 3. Go over the story again, item by item. That long litany of hostility it plows through. That will shoot adrenaline into your soul. It's a lie. Because you have led witchcraft. I'm calling it witchcraft because if you cannot take correction in love, is witchcraft. The devil is at work or you don't know. Mm-mm. You don't know. It's the devil. Witchcraft have covered your eyes. So you cannot even see what the Lord is telling you. At that point, where you, where that evil spirit is telling you, this one is talking to you. Is this one, are, are you his mate? Is evil spirit or you don't know? So there is no way adrenaline self will shoot into your soul. That would even, there is no way you will even think of um, going back to check the story. If you are not living for God, if you are not living for God, if you are not like whatever anybody says what all that matters is what god says ah check it you need to go back you need to go back to your drawing board you really need to go back it's a it's a thing of importance like we really need to check it we really need to check it we really need to check it because because really you can take insults if you can tolerate insults from your bosses at home and you cannot even handle small insults in church uh-uh, there is something wrong because i know a lot of these people that come and start acting like nobody can talk to them in church when their bosses insult them in church in, in, in at work they cannot talk or because they are looking at it like, ah, the economy is hard. When will I get job next? They tolerate it and move on. In fact, they work better so that their bosses will not insult them. Why can't you channel the same strength, the same, um, the same attitude to 
church activities to your service before God when you are corrected or when you feel insulted why can't you feel like I am not doing this for anyone I am doing it for God and follow the footstep of Christ said Jesus was wounded for our translation he was he, he, he said he, he was beaten you they've not beaten you they've not slapped you they only insulted you you're not saying i'm leaving their church whose church it's the lord's church it's the body of christ so when you begin to say you are living you are living the body of christ the church is the body of christ it's not a building so when you begin to to get angry at the church you are getting angry at christ who is the head of the church so you must realize this and know and know it well the the better or the faster you know this the better for you the better for you ah if you don't let go of this thing small small the the devil is finishing you you don't know live for an audience of one let all that the lord says about you let all he says about you be all that matters do not pay attention to whatever anyone is saying don't accept the lord is telling you that okay oh move on i am sending you to another church to continue the ministry sister if it is because they insulted you or you feel insulted maybe because they said you are too spiritual spirit coco you are are you the only one what is doing you why did you carry jesus on your head please carry him on your head don't let it affect you you know what let me let me give you another bible passage that that advises you not to let anybody's word affect you the book of isaiah chapter 50 verse 6 to 7 isaiah 56 to 7 i'm reading message translation said i followed others this is isaiah i followed others stood there and took it while they beat me held steady while they pulled out my bed I didn't dodge their insults, faced them as they spit in my face. And the master, God, stays right there and helps me, so I'm not disgraced. Therefore, I set my face like flint, confident that I'll never regret this. Confident that I will never regret it. This is from someone that knows his God. <laughs> He was not bothered by the persecution. He stood confident. This person, they spat on him. They pulled his bed. Do you know how painful it can be when you pull a strand of hair from someone's hair? Not how to talk of bed. They beat him. He said he took it. He stood there and took it. He did not dodge their insults. You are now saying you are dodging insults. I am fragile. I don't like to be insulted. I cannot take rubbish. Sorry. Sorry. You will be insulted. In fact, you need to start praying that you need to be persecuted for righteousness' sake. Because 
Your reward is great in heaven. You need to be disgraced for God's sake. You need to be insulted for God's sake. Says, therefore, I set my face like flint. Do you know what a flint is? God bless Pastor Mildred. I listened to what about teaching, and you know, she explained what flint is. Said, flint is a very hard type of sedimentary rock that when like come rain come sunshine anything that hits it it will still stand it cannot be easily shattered so when you set your face like flint it means you are ready to stand even in the face of opposition like you know that one with god is majority so all that matters to you is god so set your face like a flint set it like a flint know that Say to yourself, come what may, regardless of whatever, I will not be affected by it. I will not be affected by it. I am like stone. You, you know, and when I was thinking about this, little wonder the Bible says that they that trust in the Lord shall be as Mount Zion, which cannot be moved, but abide forever. Be like Mount Zion. Be as hard as rock. Let whatever anybody say to you not get to you. Because why? You know, a rock, when you splash water on a rock, it would splash back because it's hard. It's a hard surface. It's a hard surface. So set your face like a rock. Don't be offended. Don't be easily offended. When you love rightly, you will not be affected by whatever. Love God. You cannot say you love God and hate your neighbor. You cannot say you love God and say you cannot receive correction in love. Where is the love in it? Like where? Where is the love in it? Where is the love in it? Receive instruction with love. Don't take everything as insults. Take it as persecution. Take it, see it as a level of persecution that has a reward ahead for you. Eh? See it that way. Save God with your soul, with your mind, with your consciousness, with everything. Live for an audience of one. Let your attitude be let your will be done you know and i was now studying book of acts chapter 13 verse 46 to 47 with a friend with my bestie and you know and you know what i, I we were studying acts 13 13 to the end you know the part that really caught my attention was that verse 46 to 47 says like so the story there was um about how paul and barnabas were teaching and a lot of crowd came to listen to them and then the leaders of the synagogue were going to turn the crowd like were looking for ways like got jealous and were trying to contradict everything paul was saying at the point in time that says invest but invest 46 and that says that but Paul and Barnabas did not back down. Standing their ground, they said it was required that God's word be spoken first of all to you, the Jews. So they were just about what God sent them. 
they were only about what God sent them. What God sent them, they were not. Say they said, and we are in verse what say he said, and we are on our way through it, following orders, doing what God commanded when He said, "I've set you up as light to all nations. You proclaim salvation to the four winds and seven seas." Can you see something very similar with what Isaiah said in Isaiah fifty, verse seven? It says, "Following orders." Whose order are you following? If you begin to count what people are saying, regardless of what God had told you, and you cannot be patient in serving, then you are not following His order. Because if you cannot take small insults for Christ's sake, whose order are you following? I would really want us to check this. And I pray, I know that, I believe that the Lord has really touch the hearts of certain people so i pray in the name of jesus that from this moment is forth the lord changes our hearts in such a way that we are set as a flint that nothing the world says to us to us moves us but we are fully focused on what god would have us do in the name of jesus and our hearts are changed from inside out inside out and we begin to realize how much we are falling short and come back on track in the name of jesus the lord changes our hearts of stone and we receive a heart of flesh that is ready to receive in the name of jesus so i really want us to continually pray in our closet that the lord helps us that the Lord helps us that, uh, in such a way that our, our attitude becomes, let your will be done in the name of Jesus. Thank you, everyone. God bless you. Till next time on Bami Talks. Stay blessed. Bye.